Blog Talk Radio. In the open field where everyone has gathered, I find there's no one there for me. Locked away in my room, I try not to think about the reasons why I'm on my knees and in all honesty. I've been searching for someone Someone like me Do we honestly mean now It's the only way To climb back to Cause I struggle just to stay alive And keep my sanity Cause without you in my life Who am I to be? And in all honesty I've been searching for someone Someone like me Podcast Garden, Spreaker, SoundCloud. 
we're at 150,000 listeners in 200 countries. So there, there, the opportunity is out there. If you want to be on the show, there's two ways you can do it. You can come on as a guest or you can send me an ad. And for 30 days, I'll run the ad. I don't do it to get rich because I'm not going to get rich. I do it to get your voice heard. For $10 for 30 days, I'll run your ad. Whether I do 10 shows or 30 shows, I'll run your ad. And if I have to reschedule a show, I just roll your ad over. You you will get your money's worth. Trust me. And with that, I want to um, talk about two ads of, of two people that have been with me for a while now, two wonderful sponsors. One of them is Cece Chamberlain. She has a podcast called Inside Your Life with Cece, which is a motivational, passionate conversation. She interviews people who are living their true purpose, and it doesn't matter if it's a professional boxer, an author, or even a history enthusiast. Cece strives to give one hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. So download, subscribe, and listen as Cece guides you to pursue your dreams for you to live your best life. This wonderful show is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere that podcasts are available. And my next ad is Diane Mote is an author, and she says that because of her ads, her books became number one bestsellers in Australia, just astounded both of us. And she, she has the Sam Holden series. And it goes like this. The second in the Sam Holden series, wherever a helpless animal whippers in the dark, wherever the system fails to protect said animal, she'll be there. And she isn't giving up any time soon, so you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. As they chase each other, will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up the ring? So with time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life that Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. Buy Diane Moat's latest book in the Sam Holden series, Dogfight, on Kindle. And if you haven't read how it all started, begin the journey with Dog Gone, also on Kindle. Now, let's get to tonight's show and the song that I played at the beginning of the show. Musician J.J. McGuigan, and I'm probably just massacred it after I ask him, I'll get him to repronounce it, is a VH1 Save the Music songwriting contestant finalist. He's an award-winning singer, songwriter, guitarist, and a mental health advocate. This is a man after my own heart. He's been a drummer since age 13. J.J. Ledoux picked up the guitar and began writing songs at the age of 20. He attended Newman University and renowned recording school, Full Sail University. Songwriting has now become J.J.'s main focus and passion with an emphasis on lyrical creation. He has appeared on countless radio shows and his music has been heard on hundreds of stations around the world. After a brief stint in Austin, Texas, he has returned to his hometown of Wichita. He is currently working on a follow-up EP for 2018 release. His latest single, which we just played, in all honesty, is on both the Roots Music Report and New Music Weekly Airplay charts. The video won an L.A. Music Video Award for Best Lyric Video in 2018. 
J.J. is nominated for two International Music and Entertainment Association Awards, and we want to welcome you to the show. J.J., again, I apologize for massacring your last name. You told it to me, and I got it said in my head, and then it just went away. Oh, you're fine. You actually said it right. Did I really? Yeah, McGuigan. Yeah, you said it right. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what I should have what I should have done was put it as an acronym with Mrs. Wiggins. You know that was the Carol Burnett show, and she was Mrs. Yeah. Wiggins. See, yeah. that I I could associate <laughs> McWiggins. So see how perfect perfect. Yeah. So, so tell me about JJ. Welcome to the show. I am so glad you're here. Thank you, you very like much said, for having me. You are welcome. In the intro, you are a man after my own heart because there you there's so much to <laughs> you that I don't know if we're going to get all to all of it. I want to talk about tonight, so you'll have to come back. But let's start with how in the world did you always know you wanted to be in the music industry? I mean, you started playing drums at 13. Was this something you fell into? Was was it yeah, what happened? It was really well. It was really, um, you know, music has always been just so instrumental in my life, and, and and I credit it for saving my life at certain points. And I knew, you know, growing up, I played sports and played music, and genetically, I was not going to be in the NBA. Um, you know, I'm only five foot nine, and so, and I'm not that quick. So, so professional sports was out of the picture. So I really just, in, 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 you know, working the, you know, the usual nine to five and everything, I just struggle with that so much. So I knew I really wanted to go for something in music, not based off of that, but just because it, more so of as I kept growing and, and, and um, getting older, having new experiences. Um, it just always played a key instrumental part in my life, and my main goal was just to give back to others musically what music had done for me, and that's kind of the way I phrase my my mission with music is to do that and and reach as many people as possible. Um, and you know I've struggled with mental health issues since I was sixteen, and um. You know, and just before that, I started playing drums and um, just formed a a band with a couple other of my friends. And, you know, we used to cover songs, you know, for for school parties and stuff like that. And then I really picked up the guitar at age 19 and started writing songs really seriously, probably age 22. And so ever since then, it's just been full throttle with uh, just writing playing, just learning as much as I can and and everything. And so hopefully this uh, follow-up EP that I'm working on with my buddy Brian Elwick, um, you know, we can get we can get hammered out of here within the next six months to a year or so. Well, I hope so because I want you to launch it on this show. I would be honored if you Definitely. would launch it on this show uh-huh. and come back because, like I said, the hour is going to fly by so fast and we're not going to get to half of of the person that is J.J. McGuigan. So I read in your bio, because I deep dive all of my guests, that you were an assistant Mm -hmm. basketball coach. 
how long yeah. did you do that? And was it something that you enjoyed as much as, as playing or as doing music? Or was it just a detour to get you where you wanted to be in life? Well, it's something that, I, you know, basketball is very, very close to me. And, uh, you know, I love playing. I played at Newman University. And so I, I knew the coach real well. And he's also a mental health advocate, the former coach. The coach that's there now, I'm actually pretty good friends with because he was an assistant there when I was an assistant there as well. And I still am, actually. We're just we're kind of in the off season right now. But it's something that I that I love doing, you know, and I'll do that as long as I can, really, just because of the atmosphere and it provides, you know, helps me provide and for myself and everything and, and do what I want to do musically as well. And so, well, um, let me yeah. ask you this: Would it be a fair mm-hmm. statement to say that it also because playing basketball and coaching basketball or any sport for that matter or anything we do in life, including music, requires a form of discipline. And even Mm -hmm. one that with mental health issues, that form of discipline, it has a positive impact to help that person deal with depression and OCD and, and, and all the things that sometimes we go through. Absolutely. Because, you know, and, and, the coach that um, Coach Potter is his name that was there um, for twenty some years um, struggled with mental health issues and he's a big advocate for it and um, he got me after I was done playing there and you know a few years went by and he said well why don't you you know he knew I was struggling with things you know trying to you know if I could work a nine to five or whatnot and well he just said, Why don't you come on board with us and uh we'll find a spot for you and everything. And so I've done that and still able to do it, um, under Coach Allen who's there now and he's he's just a great guy as well. And it provides the atmosphere I found, especially at that school where there's a sense of hard work and discipline, but it's also done with a sense of compassion. It's not just, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. It's also, it's not done that way. And so it's, the atmosphere is just very healthy for me, just like you said, to have that structure and discipline, which then in turn helps me with music and everything. And so it's it's always kind of fed into each other like that. And so I very much agree with that, and it's, like I said, I'm going to be doing it as long as I can, Um, so hopefully that's a while. (laughs) Well, we talked a few minutes before the show, and um, we talked about depression and what brings it on, and and I mentioned that I wondered why I was angry and depressed all the time growing up, Mm -hmm. until one day I figured it out (laughs) that because I am an empath, I pick up on other people's feelings, negative, positive, anger, indifferent, doesn't matter. Right. I pick it up and take it in my as my own. And once yeah. I learned to put up those barriers, I, I got better. 
do you find yourself having to put up barriers and and depression is an everyday struggle and people that say that it isn't lie because it's it's something right. that that one has to deal with every day of even when you don't want to get up out of bed you got to get up out of bed and make the day mhm yeah it you know it is a day by day process and that's that's all you can take it in as. You can't worry too much about the future. You know, if you need to make plans, make plans. But you, you need to, re- with depression or anxiety or any other, you know, mental illness that can really take you away from you in a sense. Being in the moment, being taken it day by day is huge. And yeah. I'm 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 like you. I'm an empath as well. And you know, being able to set boundaries to where. You know, it's one thing to be compassionate, you know, empathize with other people. It's another thing, like you said, to take on what they're feeling. And you can't really do that and expect to be not depressed, you know, eventually. And so you just have to. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Because it's like a weight on your shoulders. Totally. And so you have to have those boundaries to where, okay, I'm going to, I can. They'll still be around this person, but I'm gonna feel what I feel and and you know mentally put up a, a boundary that you know says that and um, whether it's through an affirmation or a form of prayer or or whatnot, just set that boundary and and um, and just try and feel what you feel and, and work on what and I and and with me I just say an affirmation or a prayer and just really try and feel what I feel and um it's, and some people think that sounds self centered. Well it's not at all. It it's just taking uh, care of preservation. You yeah, totally. If you don't take care of yourself, you're no good to anybody. And in in a sense. And so it it's like, you know, self care is something that's sometimes looked down upon in our society when that needs to come first. Absolutely. Taking care of yourself, you know, needs to come first, and which, you know, can allow you to be a better friend or or family member or partner or whatever. And so just self-care and self-love are are huge in overcoming mental illness as well as just living life. It's just, you know, it's, it's a big lesson we need to learn. And and along those same lines, JJ, would would you agree that sometimes that we have to cut some people out of our life who are negative all the time, no matter they're happiest yeah. when they're unhappy. They find things, to, and it's not that we don't right. love them. Right. But it goes back to the self preservation and the self caring right. and the self healing. You can't have that negative around you all the time and not become self-destructive right that that is huge it's just it's you're you said it yourself it's just that self-preservation you know if, if you're around someone who's negative and and they're they're bent on being negative and they won't see a positive side of things you maybe tried to get them to see more light if you will and in, in in the world and whatnot and they're just not you can love them from afar. You don't yeah. have to be around that energy, and 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 I totally agree with that. That it's definitely something that 
Um, if you need to distance yourself from a someone that's toxic or just they're just they haven't yet found a way to get out of their own negativity, then I I, I totally agree and support that because I've had to do that myself and um you know it, it's it is just about that self-preservation, just about that being able to take care of yourself and not think you have to save them because only they can, quote, unquote, save them from their negativity, Amen. basically. And, and that, so, brings me, that brings me to our opening song. In all honesty, there was a line in yeah. there that struck me. And it was towards the first of the song where it says, I want to find a place where I can be me. Or something to that effect. Yeah, um, it was uh, in the open field where everyone is gathered. I find there's no one there for me. Locked away in my yeah. room. I search for the reasons why I'm on my knees or something like that. And then yes, yeah. um, and, and the whole that song back, about trying to yeah. It's about self-preservation, is it not? Right. It totally is. It's about, yeah, yeah. the song is, is really just about, you know, a person's in a dark place and they're trying to find their way out. And sometimes it, it, it starts with, I think, sometimes with being honest with yourself and um, really looking for that truth within yourself. And sometimes it is about, if you gotta let someone go, you gotta let them go. If, if at least for the time being, and you've gotta, you know, be honest with yourself and just focus on yourself for a bit um, when struggling with that. And and like you said, be an empath. You've gotta. That alone's a day-to-day process. Oh, yeah. because yeah, it can be tiring if you if you're not mindful of your own boundaries and everything. And, like you said, it leads to depression. And, and, it, um, and, and you, you become so exhausted from, totally. from fighting all the different emotions that come into play, plus your yeah. own emotions, that you yeah. are... No wonder depression smacks you in the face. You feel like you're on a, a <laughs> hamster wheel going nowhere fast. Oh, yeah. It, and it's very confusing because you, you know, you can pick up on so much negativity around you, but yet something great is going on in your life, and you're like, why don't I feel good? Why, why, why is this? And you're just exhausted from, you know, whether it be you're around a negative person or whatnot. And sometimes it just comes down to, you know, our ability to focus on on what we're focusing on is huge. You know, yeah. and just being able to let go of everyone else's emotions, and sometimes it, it does mean, you know, we as empaths and, and just sensitive people, we've got to have some time to ourselves, decompress, and and figure out, okay, what am I feeling, and what is all this other emotions that are piled on top of it? It's like so meditation, I find, is is huge. Um, that yes. you can do five to ten to fifteen minutes of it a day. I call uh, it a mini vacation. Yeah, oh, totally, it is. It is. 
somewhere. Just zone <laughs> out somewhere and let let yeah. everything go back out into the universe. Because right, JJ, if we don't, it, it consumes us. It, it's it's worse than a cancer eating it inside the soul. Because mm-hmm. you, yeah. And I know you've experienced it. The the harder you try mm-hmm. to to scrape your way to the top of that that water the more you start going back down under. Mhm. Because, it, and I think it's just kind of, yeah, you said it well. It's like um, when you're trying to fight it, you know, you, you kind of win the fight when you just surrender and realize you're going to be okay if you just let uh-huh. go. And that's sometimes when you when you win the the battle, you know, I just want to call that inside your mind when you can just kind of let go and just however it is you do that, you know, if it's meditation or just whatever, going for a walk or listening to music and just closing your eyes. It, we all need that, you know, daily. Oh, not I agree. Every other day. And so, um, and it's, it's just vital for health and it's, and, and, you know, and hopefully, you know, we should understand each other well enough as, as people to where you know, if someone says, hey, I just need an hour by myself, and, you know, sometimes we take that person, oh, they don't like me. Or they don't. Well, it's just it's not even that. And so uh, it's, it's more of just so nothing builds up over time because we both know how that goes when you build yeah, it's, when, it's when like, negativity it's, it's builds It's like a little volcano that just sits oh, yeah. in bubbles, and then one day it, it explodes and people look at you like, what the hell just happened? What's right. wrong with you? <laughs> you know, and then well, you don't even know what's wrong. It's like, uh-uh. but, yeah, well, no I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It just it's, happened. It's just, well, what I want to do, yeah. let me run three more ads, and then I want to play Home, because I listened to that okay. song earlier today. And I want yeah. you to talk about that song because that song is very, very poignant. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, J.J. McWiggan. And we are talking about all kinds of good stuff. This is a man after my own heart. He he is an empath, which creates all kinds of other things. And I have chosen to embrace my empathness, and along with that can come depression because we take on other people's feelings and thoughts and all that all that mess. So stay with us because you're going to learn many, many things tonight. We will be right back. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Our horse is your new best friend. Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit QuinnWildlifeArt.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree. It's a hoot. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books 
the And I Saw It series, and The Misfit Guides. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> you so silly. You silly. Remember Did you write that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deeprose completes the trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven as they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder who's who. The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead. Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions. Order your copy today.
nothing out there This life has had its way be within us we can call home and so um 
and I believe we have that for all eternity, you know, and that's that's just kind of the main message that is in that song, really. So, yeah, totally. And, and would it be fair to say that that home within us, that in order to be well-rounded and in order to find that peace that we all struggle for, that first we have to recognize that sometimes, many times on a daily basis, in my case, we have to do housekeeping within that home, within that within us. We have to clean our minds out and replace it with things that are positive and things that are good and things that will help with self-care. Totally. I totally agree with that. I think, you know, keeping keeping track of what's coming in your mind and what's, you know, it, it, well, what's entering your field and everything and you know, it's very important to to monitor that and to, you know, not maybe do it as obsessively as, you know, some of us can, but because that then becomes a problem. But just to have reminders throughout the day that, okay, how am I doing? Maybe just ask yourself that question. You know, how am I doing? What am I feeling right now? Um, take a few breaths in and just let your thoughts go and, yeah, it, it's a day-to-day thing, and it's a moment-to-moment type of thing, too. And um, I really think it's important that, you know, whether or not you're diagnosed with a, an illness or not, just, you know, learn these things and, 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 and treat yourself well. Really care about yourself. And sometimes that can be an abstract thing, but sometimes it's just as simple as asking yourself, how do I feel? Or, and then maybe what do I want to feel? And how do I get to that that state of being um, right now? You know, what thoughts do I need to have? You know, what thoughts are going through my head right now? You know, it's just kind of that reflecting on yourself that I think is so important that, you know, we've had to learn, the, you know, the hard way. And I think our goal is to um, tell those people that are learning the hard way, you're going to get through it and to, maybe keep people from having to learn, you know, without necessarily having to go to, yeah, such great depth of stuff. And sadly, sadly, some of us have to go through it alone because the others around us say things, they're well-intended statements, but they're foolish Mm -hmm. statements due to lack of understanding and education and knowledge, like pull yourself together. Those were, that was always a one, or... What do you mean you're depressed? What have you got to be depressed about? Right. Um, why are you angry all the time? Yeah. Without getting to the root of the the problem, and that being again the house cleaning within ourselves. And it and JJ, would it be fair to say that when we do a self examination, that we have to strip away everything and be totally honest with ourselves, even when we don't want to. Absolutely, I think so. I think it's a matter of you know, having a, a sense of, you can call it brutal honesty with yourself. You know, see it for what it is, but at the same time, don't see it worse than it is. Um, right. You don't want to necessarily fall into a, a negative state of being, but I totally agree. It's it, You've got to, if you can't, 
you know, being honest with yourself is, is, is so therapeutic. You know, people think they, they run from that because they might be afraid of it, but once you are and you develop that muscle of being honest with yourself, it's, it's very therapeutic and it can center you and it can um, help you deal with things in a you know, more congruent manner within yourself. And on the- and on the flip side of that, it, when we're being brutally honest with ourselves about our weaknesses, we can flip mm-hmm. that coin and say, but on the other yeah. hand, I'm reliable, I'm dependable, I'm not too bad looking, and we have Definitely. all these wonderful things, and it's okay to say that about ourselves. Definitely, and, and, and that's perfect. And, uh, you know, that, that's part of self-care as well, is just to both sides of the coin, you know, it's reminding ourselves of the good things and, and you know, sometimes that's harder for people than being brutally honest, you know, and but again, it, it's got so much benefit to it when you can, you know, say it without maybe creating a sense of separation from you and other people, but just saying, you know, it's Hey, you know, I'm I'm good at this, or I, I do this well. I know people can rely on me. I know, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses, and and again, don't see it worse than it is, um, but see it as it is. But then at the same time, pat yourself on the back every day. If you did a good job at something, say, hey, good job, you know. Yep, and, and I agree. Uh, yeah. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, say, I am worthwhile, I am special, I am unique, and I am am okay just the way I am. Definitely. Because I think a lot of people's biggest fears come from that they fear they're not enough. Yep. And you just, we have to shed that because, you know, sometimes in, in... Western society or, or whatnot, it's very competitively driven. We're constantly trying to measure up against the next person. But in reality, you know, that that's just not a healthy way nor a good way of, of, of living. And it's not a good way of self-preservation either because it just leads to destruction. You know, there's nothing wrong with healthy competition, but when it's for your self-worth, you know, you you gotta. We have to, you know, have a mentality that you know I'm good enough as it is, and right. then, and whatever I do is just what I do. It's not who I am. You know, it's um, it's just if I, so whether you do a great job or poor job, well, you learn something, and either way, that that's not who you are. Who you are is always good enough. I think it is very important. And you don't have to, as I used to say when I was growing up, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses to be worthwhile because we all are given talents, and how we Mm -hmm. choose to use those talents or waste those talents define what happens to us in our life and the path we take. Definitely. It's it's, it's about walking your own path and, and, like you said, not keeping up with the Joneses. You know, because who knows that you know if if you do if you try and keep up with the Joneses, you're not gonna you know grow so much into who you were meant to be, and so um, it's very important. You know, 
you'll be growing up to be like the Joneses, and I'm not so sure I want to be like the Joneses. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the Joneses, believe it or not, are, are trying to keep up with the, the other Joneses, and it's just a mess. And, it becomes um, a bit of a circle. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, just, it totally is. And, let's you know, let's, let's play this let's play this <laughs> third song before we run out of time okay. the letter I yeah. I listened to it too and I want to talk about this one too because I found this song extremely interesting ladies and gentlemen my guest tonight is musician JJ McGuigan and he is an amazing an amazing man I'm gonna get him to tell y'all um, where he can be found later on, but right now we're going to listen to the letter and talk about it, so y'all just stay tuned. Or maybe not, JJ. It's not wanting to play. Well, I don't know why. Uh it, it it looks like my internet died. Hold on a minute. Let's see if oh, I can okay. get it. No worries. No worries. Get it back going. That's what happened. My internet died. Great. Right in the middle of my show. That was just tacky. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see if I can get it back up. I have you on the phone, so I haven't lost you, but we may have lost the show. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. No worries. Let's try it again. Ladies and gentlemen, we are having technical difficulties. I cannot get the the letter to run because the internet died for some reason. I'm hoping that the show is still recording. It says we have access, um, but the letter is not running. So we will just carry on because that's what we do with live radio. What do you like best, writing or singing? Uh, writing. Uh, I definitely enjoy the the process of of creating that, um, the lyrics, the the structure of the song, and everything. And um, I think that's definitely my strong point. Um, and that's what just kind of what kind of drive drives me the most is just to be able to write something that you know anyone can sing, and and you know have it reach people, you know, the the lyrics as well as the melody and everything. So I definitely like the writing process better than the singing or performing process. So, yeah. Do you, um, do your songs get picked up by other indie musicians or do they get picked up by mainstream? Uh, they mainly get picked up just to, um, like, in independent radio stations we'll we'll play them mostly um you know around town where I live in Wichita Kansas there's a you know a couple of indie artists will play them at gigs or whatnot just as nice not because they're in you know in in great demand but just out of you know friendship you know and kinship with each other a lot of us do that you know we'll play another person's song at at a gig and whatnot but uh but as of right now, you know, I'm looking at getting, you know, seeing if, you know, some a mainstream artist or or mainstream indie artist, if that's such a thing, um, 
well, you know, wants to play it, they're, 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 you know, more than welcome to. And it's just a matter of me wanting to get the music out there as, as much as I can. Do you find that when – now, I know that you also perform, do you not? Uh, I do occasionally, yes. Um, m- most of my time is spent just trying to write and, and, and do all that. Um, but I'll, I'll go out and perform open mics or – the town I live in doesn't is mostly a cover song town, and uh-huh. I just don't 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 do that really. I have nothing against it, but I just you know, as opposed to learning twenty or thirty you know mainstream songs and performing them, I'd rather just try and create my own stuff. And so that's just kind of the location of where I'm at is kind of catering towards that. But that's you know fine with me. I'm not a big performer per se as much as I want to be a songwriter shoot we need to hook you up with some with some music artists so that they can sing this music and get it out there because your music has so much soul in it and it tells such stories of of feelings and brings out things that people are afraid to talk about but they suffer from Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, uh, I try and do that as far as just being as real and honest as I can with, with, with songwriting. And I feel, you know, it. that's just the way it should be. And um, thank you very much. That's, that's just what I'm trying to do, and, and that's who I'm trying to reach. Let me ask you this. If someone wanted to... Do one of your songs. Mm-hmm. How a how would they reach you? And and b what would it be required? What would they need to do in order to? You wouldn't sell the rights to your song, but you would sell them the right to sing your song. So how would they go about doing that? Um, I, the best way to to contact me um, is through my website. And it's just jjmcguiganmusic.com, spelled J-J-M-C-G-U-I-G-A-N, music.com. And you can leave me a message on that. Um, And and if if you're interested, and I've got seven or eight songs um, on the site right now, and any one of them, if, if you're wanting to um, perform them or anything, you know, just hit me up and and we can work something out definitely. Um, I'd be glad to. Or you can, you know, shoot me a tweet, uh, J.J. McGuigan uh, Music. It's just at J.J. McGuigan Music. And, um, yeah, just any social media, um, Facebook, my name again, JJ McGuigan. Um, I'd be glad and, and honored to have, you know, reach as many people as I can and have, have as many people as I can perform and perform my songs. So, and I thank you very much for that. So, yeah. Well, you um, are quite welcome. Because you, thank your songs need to be out there, JJ. You, you have a a talent, my friend. And the the songs are so soulful. I can't talk anymore. The songs are soulful and they are heartfelt and they 
they tell a story of of things that we don't always want to admit to, but mm-hmm. we need to. Yeah. In order to be a whole person, because we can't be a whole person if we're busy fighting the demons and trying to keep them at bay. I agree. I totally agree with that. And 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 you know, it's music can help us face those things, and um, that's what music's done for me, and that's what I'm hoping to do for other people through through my music as well. Is just you know, let people know they're not alone and let them know that, you know, there is hope, there are answers, there is there is time, there is, you know, um, it's never over, you know, and so just keep hanging in there and, and just, you know, take it day by day. And so, yeah, if I can do that for someone through my music, you know, that's that's definitely the goal. Well, let me ask you this. Say some one or an organization said, you know, this young man knows what he's talking about. He's lived it. He fights it every day. We would like for him to come speak to our group of people that are even Al-Anon. People go mm-hmm. to Alcoholics Anonymous. They go to to all these group therapies because they're fighting those same demons and the root cause is not the drug or the alcohol. The root cause is within themselves. They're not home yet. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I would just definitely say just reach out to me and um on any of those sites that I you know mentioned earlier, JJ McGuigan Music dot com and I'd be I'd be more than happy to do any speaking or, or helping out in any way. Um and just just helping people, you know, helping them along their own journey and everything and um yeah, I'd be honored to do that. Definitely. And and there's an anagram, JJ, that that I started using years ago and I was sitting in, in church one one morning and, and the preacher was preaching on the word fear. Mm-hmm. And he said it's an anagram. And I looked at him, no, I said, it's a word. He says, no, it's an anagram. And the anagram stands for false evidence that appears real. Right. So when you put it Uh, in perspective, 99% of our self-doubt, our depression, our negative energy is false evidence that appears real because we're so worried about, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And it weighs us down that we have perpetrated the fear within ourselves. Definitely, definitely. I, I totally agree with that, and I think it, you know, it comes down to that famous, you know, President Kennedy statement, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, uh-huh. and really you shouldn't fear it, you know, it it, 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 it it's something that, you know, because the reality of, of life sometimes isn't that fearful. It isn't as fearful as we make it up in our minds. And, right. Uh, and so it's just a matter of staying within yourself and and and, and finding that place within yourself that call it home, call it your center, call it you know whatever, and 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 really realize that you know life's doable. We can handle this. You know we're all in it together. You know we might come from different everything's. But we can still, you know, reach out a hand and everything and um, be there for each other. 
and so and then that's what we need. You are a wise young man, and we are running out of time. But before we completely run out of time, will you come back? Definitely, definitely will. Love being on here. <laughs> Thank you. I love having you because I think we've taught folks a lot tonight, and and I hope that we have, and I hope that they and people. If you are if you are suffering from depression, anxiety, OCD, manic depressive, paranoid, whatever your mental illness is, reach out to someone, someone you trust. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I'm not alone, and I am okay just the way I am. Find the root cause as to what it is that is causing you this distress. Examine it, dissect it, rip it to shreds, put it in a box and bury it and build your life on positive things. Get rid of all the negativity in your life, all of it. If if that means cutting out friends, family members, it doesn't matter. Kill the negativity because you will only become stronger when you replace that negativity with positive. Am I right, JJ? Absolutely right. Just Look within yourself, find out what you need, and um, don't be afraid to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Now, y'all can find J.J. on Facebook. You can find him at his website, and he will come back, and he will have more music, and we will play the letter the next time he comes back. I hope he'll launch his new song on, on this show. At the end, and I want to say thank you, my dear, and don't hang up when we get off the show because i got okay. some things to tell you. Um, okay. Tomorrow night we will start again at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time with musician Philip Broussard. Join us, and hopefully the Internet won't have a brain fart and we'll be able to play the music that we need to play. I hope this entire um, hour got picked up. I hope the Internet didn't kill it. AT&T and I will have a discussion if it did because that will really just piss me off. But... <laughs> Remember what I say at the end of every show, ladies and gentlemen. Don't just feel special, be special, because you all are. And if you want to achieve greatness, please stop asking permission because nobody out there will give it to you. People will forget who you are. They will forget your name. They will forget what you're wearing. They'll even forget what you look like. But they will never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. We are all on a journey, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not the destination that we're looking forward to. It's the journey. Every one of us. We all have bumps in the road. We all have things that are going on in our life that sometimes make us not the most pleasant person in the world. So remember that when you encounter someone who probably got off the angry train. Say something nice to them because they are on a journey as well. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me tonight with my guest, musician J.J. McGuigan. See, there I go again. I'm going to spell his last name so you can look him up. The last name is spelled M-C-G-U-I-G-A-N. Look him up. Make friends with him on Facebook. You can download his music off of his website. So until we meet again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, This is your host, Yvonne Mason, and we are always off the chain. And with my guest, musician J.J. McGuigan, and I appreciate you so much, my friend. Thank you for being so open and, and straightforward and willing to discuss 
mental health issues because I think we all need that discussion. Thank you very much for having me. It was a blast. Thank you. The hour went by so fast. I can't wait to do it It again. It (laughs) did. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. So until tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, here at Off the Chain, we say good evening. Okay, we're off the air, and everything we say now will go up in the archive show. And I hope the whole thing recorded because the Internet went down, but it's back up now, so who knows. But what, what I wanted to okay. get you on about is uh, as soon as we get off and the this, this show goes up into archives, I'm going to put the link on my page, and I'm going to tag you in it. Okay, so that you cool. can So you can share it with everybody. Tomorrow, yeah. this thing goes up on iTunes, YouTube. Okay. FM.com, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Podcast.com, Podcast Garden, and iHeartRadio. Once okay, I cool. get them, once, once I get them up, I'll send you the links, and we're soon going to be up on Spotify. Okay, cool. Nice. So you're going to be heard in 200 Definitely. countries. Definitely. By, that's that's by awesome. Isn't that great? So <laughs> something awesome. good is going to. You're going to see good things start happening for you, my friend. Thank you very much. You too. This is a great you show. Are so you are welcome. And I'm going to get a hold of Michael and tell Michael uh-huh. that I need for you to come back um, so we can continue this discussion and, and for him to send me some more songs of yours so that we can play them next time because your songs carry such a strong message. Thank you very much. Thank you You're very welcome, much. JJ. We'll talk later. Okay, you have a good night. You too, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.